All right, what's up, cheese muscles? Welcome to another episode of No Me Digas. I am Jay Money, and I have Eve right here, baby. All right, let's get to the good stuff, bro. Yes, let's celebrate. <laughs> We're yeah. celebrating a little bit because Eve just found out she. Um, got a bonus at work because she's just an excellent fucking employee. Oh, darling. <laughs> thank you. Congratulations. Salute. Thank you. Thank you. And because Eve is such a great friend, today she brought me a Made West beer. And if you know me, you know Made West is probably my favorite brewery. Yep. Um, it's a West Coast Double IPA. Um, APV 8%. Jesus Christ, Evelyn. Hey, hey, hey. I saw West Coast and I was like, oh, score. So how is it? No, it tastes really good. Awesome. But, so, it's this is odd to say, but the aftertaste tastes how when you smell weed in the air. Wait, hold on. I don't know if, I don't smoke that stuff and I don't condone it. Don't do it, folks. But if you do, you know, that's that's your... Hey, man, if you want to relax, you want to relax. <laughs> if you do, that's bro, your thing. I mean, <laughs> but, but the way it smells, because, you know, I've smelled it in the streets or whatever. It's You can do it now in California. Oh, I... But you can... The way it, it, it smells in the dank. air... Yeah, is that what it is? It, like, it tastes like almost like that dank flavor. I don't know, it, but it tastes... It, that's what it reminds me of. You know what it of. tastes like? What? An edible. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, with the... Yeah. That's what oh, okay, like. so mm. that's what this one tastes like. It tastes good going down. The aftertaste, I'm not like too crazy about, but whatever. It's made west, so I'm gonna drink it happily. <laughs> what do you have, Eve? I got here your smog city. Thanks to the fine land of Torrance, we have a smog city. This one is a Moonbow Hazy IPA, and this bad boy here is <laughs> a 6.3. Mm. <laughs> and right here it says, "Let's see what we got here." Da, 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 da. All right, so it's bathe your essence in the ethereal light of moonbow hazy ipa a rich talibu of tropical wonder rises from within each taste <laughs> notes of bold passion fruit mango and guava are tempered by the subtle glow of tangerine berry and an effervescent kick of fresh peeled grapefruit Dude. i did not taste all that <laughs> any one of the fruits did you taste a little bit of guava, actually. Guava? I like yeah. guava. Let me a little it. bit. It's like, it's like barely like there. And it's like hinty there. Not too much. Damn, I just spilled on my shirt. <laughs> God damn. I can yeah. see the guava, but I definitely don't taste anything else. I know, dude. I mean, sometimes these descriptions are something else on beer sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So All right, so I got... I got kind of a weird story for you oh, today. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I cannot wait. The weirder the better. You know, I was looking and looking and I was like, Ugh. couldn't find anything that really captivated me. I mean, all the stories are so tragic and sad and they have their twists and turns, but I couldn't find one, at least not this week, that really spoke to me um, until I stumbled upon Teresita Basa. Teresita Vasa. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, born in 1929 um, in the Philippines. So she's from the Philippines. She was well-educated, well-traveled, mm. and a extremely ta talented musician. Um, she graduated from the University of 
Man- Ma- Manila, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I was like, mm-hmm. That beer got to me already. <laughs> After she graduated from Manila, she moved to the U.S. Um, in the 60s, where she enrolled um, in a master's program in Chicago to study music. So, oh. she, yeah, she was, you know, super talented. And, and I mean, people love. from that part of the world have the most beautiful voices, and they have awesome taste in music. Yeah, and she was well-rounded. Um, so it was really nice to, in what I read, that they really spoke fondly of her and her being just a real nice, genuine person. Um, so, but, but it didn't say that she dropped out of school. It just said that she pivoted a different way and ended up, uh, working in a hospital called the Edgewater Hospital in Chicago as a respiratory therapist. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, she was still, you know, doing doing great things out yeah, in the world. Um, on February 23rd, 1977, Teresita left for work at about 5.30. She went to visit a neighbor. Her name was Ruth. Uh, while there, Teresita says she was expecting a male friend. But no other details were said on this friend she didn't hmm. know anything else like didn't know a name yeah i think it was kind of like a quick conversation maybe and she's like oh i gotta go maybe you know i have someone coming over he's whatever i wonder if she was very uh, it sounds she might have been a little secretive with her with her private life maybe. i mean it could be it could be that um i didn't find anything about that but you know some people are very per, uh, private about their personal stuff so i get it That's true. um so yeah no other details at around 8.40 p.m. that night, neighbors in Teresita's building smelled smoke. Didn't know where it was coming from, so they informed, um, they called him the caretaker of the building. Um, and he went ahead and reported to the fire department. When they got there, they tracked the smoke to Teresita's apartment. Oh, um, so after they got the smoke cleared out, they unfortunately found Teresita nude with a knife in her chest. Um, it did not appear to be sexually... She did not appear to be sexually assaulted. So the nude part was very strange for them. They're not sure why that was... Was there a rape kit conducted after that? There was, and she wasn't sexually assaulted. Okay. Um, so, which remains the question, why, why was she, was she nude? Yes. What the heck? Um, and then they also found a note on her table with her writing that said, uh, get tickets from um, AS. Who's AS? Right. They didn't know. And none of, in interviewing her friends and family and people at work and whatnot, no one was able to really put the AS together. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really seem to make it like a crazy big deal like it was her writing it could have just been something that she needed to get done throughout the day or whatever like it was a, like a chore or something like yeah errand, right? like an yeah. errand yeah. she just wrote it down whatever okay but you know they noticed it um unfortunately months passed with no leads um family and friends were not aware of her seeing anyone um or her mentioning of anything strange so up until now it seems like her life was pretty pretty normal she was Nothing crazy going on in her life. She's going to work, whatever she was mm. doing. Um, so nothing strange that she told anybody. And um, But anyways, the case was growing cold until someone left a message for a detective um, by the name of Joseph Stachula, 
uh, to contact a coworker of Teresita, um, Jose C. Chua, Chua Jr., who is a doctor at the Edgewater Hospital where she works. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they contact the doctor, and the doctor says, I have something strange to say. Oh. That revolves around Teresita's murder. murder and Myrtle? Sorry. <laughs> it's an 8% beer. <laughs> I had three swigs. That's like six beers by now. <laughs> God damn it, Evelyn. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Continue. Continue. <laughs> Moaning Myrtle. Please tell me you know who that is. Oh, my God. Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Harry Potter. Oh, Lord. Shout out Harry Potter fans. So this doctor says he has something strange to say that kind of may revolve around Teresita's murder. Murder. I said it again. Jesus. I'm no longer saying the word murder. That's it. Just say red rum. It's so much easier. I might just say red rum. Um... (laughs) So back to the story, Evelyn. <laughs> um, so he says that his wife, Remy, has been having strange dreams. What? And the dreams are of Teresita's red rum. No way. So, you know, she says that the, the, the dreams seem very real. But when she wakes up, the details are super vague. She can't really remember much. She just knows that it has to do with her murder. Um... And so, you know, he just assumed like she's, you know, it's her way of grieving because they were friends. Was it? Yeah, they were oh. friends. Um, so he just assumed it was like a certain way of grieving for her. So he kind of like threw it on the back burner. Um, hmm. But then one day she she takes a nap and, you know, he's in the home and he hears her talking. No, with you guys. Mm-hmm. So he goes over and she's hearing her talk and it's in the language of the Philippines. Tagalog, I think is that what? Oh, Tagalog. Tagalog, okay. That's what she's speaking. She's speaking, she's speaking in Tagalog. Mm-hmm. And the words translate to I am Teresita. Doctor, I would like you to I would like to ask for your help. Um, something along those lines. Oh. And then, so he kind of ignores it a little bit. He's like, okay, whatever, weird. And he ignores it. Because, you know, in his, in, in an interview he does, he's like, I'm a man of science. Like, this isn't real for me. Yeah. So he just took it as grieving. But then the following day. Oh, tell me, tell me. This, his wife falls asleep again. He stays up. Sure enough, according to him, Teresita comes back and she's like, why haven't you contacted the police about what I'm telling you? Why haven't you helped me? And then she proceeds to say, I need you to help me. Um, Who did this to me? Stole jewelry for me. Okay. Beans your way. Right. Um, Stole jewelry for me. Um, and his name is Alan Showery. A.S. A.S. Right. So. Oh. 
you know, he doesn't know what the hell to do. Like, this is strange. His wife is speaking in a different language. By the way, he says that his wife's voice isn't his wife's voice. Like, it's different. It's different? It's different, yeah. Okay, so if you're a man of science, clearly you believe what you see. You believe what you feel. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay, so you're seeing your wife do this not once, but twice or three times right now, right? Right. Speaking a different language that you never thought she could speak. Right. And her voice does not sound like the voice of your wife. Yet, she's bringing up and talking of someone from someone that died. Doesn't that prove to you that this is real? I mean, this I mean, is all physical facts right now. I mean, sure, you have a point. But also, like, imagine, like, you're believing in science. And then all of a sudden, like, this weird stuff starts happening. And you still can't explain it, though. Like, how long will it take you... Like, for your brain to fully understand what's to going To understand on? what's happening. For your head to wrap around what's happening. You can't say how long. Like, I can't be like... Hmm. I believe in science my whole life. Then something paranormal happens. And I'm going to believe it immediately. There's no way. You're, there's going to... You're going to have to take some time to adjust to what you just saw, heard, or whatever. So... And it doesn't... It's not very clear as to, like how many months it was and oh like in the span of time yeah so i don't so i'm not i don't think that she died yesterday and then like the next day like this was happening right it did say that her case went cold for a couple months it didn't give me like an exact time frame okay so could have been there was some time there but like it's just like you it's like you and you and your wife you know your wife you know her very well you know if something bonkers goes on you know right away that's not my wife like, why are you acting weird? Girl? Yeah, like, right away, you already know. You know, like, if you know your wife all that well, then you know something's wrong. I mean, you're not wrong, but it's but still paranormal it's, it's activity. Like, it's still yeah, that it, kind of it's it's kind a of weird like a, thing. I'm into it. I'm into it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I don't and, know. Yeah, I got to say, if it did happen to me, I'd be like, right. nah, I'm just losing my mind. But. So, after the detective speaks to... Dr. Jose Chua, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's like, screw it. The case is cold. We don't have anything else. Let's just follow this so-called lead. Yes. All right. So they follow it. They go to his home. He's not there, but his girlfriend is, and she lets him in the home. Mm. She's wearing the pendant. No, me digas. Yes. She's wearing the pendant that the doctor described to the detectives that he heard his wife say in his in her sleep. That bitch! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so they ask her about it, like, "Hey, where did you get that pendant?" She's like, "Oh, um, Alan gave it to me as a late Christmas gift." <gasps> All right then. So they arrest him. There you him. go. There you go. They arrest him. There right was, there. Right there. He, she had the pendant, and on top of that, there was also a pearl um, ring that he took. That she was also... I don't know if she was wearing it. I know she was wearing the pendant. Um, but I, I think she presented it uh, after as well. Like after, Really? Yeah. Oh, kind of like also... Like, like, hey, he also gifted me this. And, okay. And so... I wonder if, like... <laughs> I can't only imagine what he was swimming with. Right. Right. I, I, I like damn it. Yep. 
So, you know, they arrested him. He, of course, gets a lawyer. A lawyer's like, yo, you can't arrest a man based off some paranormal thing. Like, that's not real. But, you know, what really messed him up? His girlfriend had the jewelry. Yeah. And that right there, you cannot. Yeah. Belonged belonged to her. Her family actually confirmed where the jewelry came from. You know who gifted it to her and how she got oh, it. Wow. So they were so able they to were... connect. Yeah, they were oh, able to connect. Dang. Okay. Um. So, you know, he gets he. They go to trial. Wow. Um. And, and during the trial, they said that uh, it didn't matter where the tip came from. The authorities' duty is to investigate a lead, which they did. Yeah. And they followed up on the lead, no matter how weird it is. Yeah, I mean, a lead is a lead. And they didn't have anything up until this point, so they followed it. So there is no rule or whatever that says you can't follow this type of lead. If you have a lead... You have a lead. You have a lead, and you're going to follow it, which they did. It's like a dog. When a dog gets stuck on a smog, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Um, But you know what? They did go to trial, uh, but it was a mistrial, so they had to... Lawyers had to come back at a different time and, and present their um, their case again. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, um, when they went to a different trial, the second trial, um, Allen ended up pleading guilty for a reduced sentence. Um, the prosecution wanted to avoid another hung jury, so they accepted his plea deal, um, which essentially he only served six years in prison. Bullshit. Six years is all he got. I know, I know. The justice system is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep. So they accepted it only because they already had a mistrial once, and this whole case is strange. Even though the jewelry kind of connects him and whatnot. Did they not even do they? They didn't have anything from there. Did they have not the murder weapon? No blood samples. No. I mean, any it was photographs just, of anything from that crime scene? I mean, yes, they have photographs. They had the murder weapon, but there was no actual DNA that connected the two oh, other than the jewelry. Man. So he, they accepted the plea deal. He got six years. Um, he actually was released in 1983. Um, and, you know, uh, following his release, apparently he lived a quiet, crime-free life. I don't like this. Sometimes I do not like our system. Yeah. Sometimes. It's. I know. I hear you, but times are changing. And this was like, what, early, what, 19? This happened in 1977. Her murder was in 1977. Okay, so things were coming to light quite a bit. Things were evolving at that time. A lot of stuff were coming out. You know, there was more, you know serial killers coming out more they had different motives why they were doing things so it makes it makes sense okay so i'm not that upset the fact that our justice system kind of screwed us over right there with that but at the end of the day i'm happy that he was caught yeah you know regardless of how much time he spent in prison he he served his time that was the time that was given he served it and I'm happy to hear that after the fact, he lived a quiet life and he didn't kill anybody else. All right. As of, it just makes you wonder, though, why did he kill her? And why? why it was just... Okay, so the undressing part that was never really shown as to why. I think he was just trying to make it seem like it, the murder was more 
complex than it really was and intimate i don't know but really he was going there to fix her tv that's why he was going there um but he ended up just robbing her because he was having financial problems his girlfriend at the time was pregnant so he was feeling the pressures that's what it was he was just going there to rob her she didn't have cash dang poor girl she didn't have cash on her which is the whole reason why he was going to rob her because he probably thought she had like a stash somewhere she didn't have any she didn't have any cash i think she had like i think the deal was you fix my tv for like 15 dollars. that's what she had I'm pretty sure at that time, like, there's not much that it could have been going on, you know. Yeah. So, he ended up just taking her jewelry, which was what was the only thing of real value there. That's crazy, bro. So, that's all it was. Just to oh. rob her. Did she have to die for some freaking jewelry? No. You but but he just beat her senseless? Well, you know what? She conscious. knew him. She knew him. She knew where he worked. So, I see why he felt like he needed to kill her, but... Dang, man, you couldn't just rob some random person exactly, and or, or let that, them live or, or not rob anybody, get a second I job. Know, right? I mean, if you're going to do that for crying out loud, at least put a mask on so you can just go in there, slap her a little bit, leave her tied up somewhere and just take the stuff and leave her. You and leave. You her. didn't have to do you all of that. All that. But again, we're not killers, so we don't no, know how not. they they we're work. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So that's my story for this week. Not bad. I like. Thank you. <laughs> Very weird. It's weird. But it happened. So I had yeah, to talk about it. It, it happened. Just, it this happened. is real. I'm not. This isn't like some fake made up stuff. Like this was a real story. You can totally that Google it. That is crazy, it. dude. Um, I'm still Strange. Like, it's just crazy. Rest in peace, Teresita. You definitely didn't deserve this. No. But, you oh, know, Sita. your life... Your life is remembered for the, the good person that you were and how hard you worked. So, Dang. yikes, I know. Rough story. All right, so now I'm done with my story. Eve, what do you have for us today? All right, guys. So, it is a house of horrors. That's all I have to start off with right now. <laughs> house <laughs> of horrors. That's, that says a lot. Right I there. know, dude. And trust me, when I read this, I was like, what? I was like, all right. Okay, so the person... This man, his name is Hugo Ernesto Osorio Chavez. He is a former police officer turned serial killer. Wow. Yeah. And, of course, this happened in in a small village near Chalchuapa, Salvador. Ooh. Yeah. From your... your from my mama's country from land. homeland. Yeah. All right, so this guy, he was detained for killing two women, a mother and a daughter. Um, <laughs> oh, God, this is so trippy. Alrighty, so apparently this guy did that, but before I get into the whole story, he also was previously investigated for sex crimes. Of course, it's not uncommon in that part of the world, right? Mexico, Argentina, Salvador. I mean, it's not common anywhere. That's true. So. But... All right, so here it goes. All right, so he got arrested on May 7th, 2021. The neighbors called the police, having heard the cries of a young woman. Oh, God, it's so sad. And it's where they discover the mass grave of bodies on that day. Oh, no. Mm, mm-hmm. So by the time the police arrived, more than an hour later, Jacqueline 
Palomo Lima, 26, and her mother, 57, were dead by the time they got there. Um, I couldn't find the mother's name. I think they're probably keeping it unwrapped, probably. I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. But There's the, a reason why, though. Probably. Yeah. So her, she was 57 years old. Um, so apparently these, these two people, these two women were lured into the widowless dwelling by Osorio. I'm going to call him Hugo because his last name is just hard to pronounce for me. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Osorio, <laughs> whatever. They were looking for their brother, Alexis. So they went looking for this man and they went asking around, looking for their brother because his brother's been missing for a couple of days. Okay. So, they, you know, and unfortunately, when they found her body and her mom's and her brother at the same time in the same house, dude. What the hell? Yeah. So when they went looking for their brother, I mean, her brother at the guy's house, yeah. it just turned out that he actually killed their brother. Or Another her brother. brother. Yeah, oh dude. Like, God. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. So, two siblings and the mother of them are all dead in this house. So, we got a count of three. Yep. Okay. Three all count. right. Just keep counting how many you're counting right now. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep I'm my fingers up at three. <laughs> right here. All right. So, when they found Jacqueline, Jacqueline was bludgeoned to death with an iron tube. Which, by the way, this was his weapon of choice for all his victims. Okay. He always had it by the door. Um, he had it kind of hidden by the door, so he easily just monked on the head and just yeah. bludgeoned you to death. So that was Yikes. his choice right there. Okay. So this village is about 48 miles north of the capital of San Salvador. Mm. So it's not, it's a little out in the outskirts, but not really. Um, okay. I, my mom mentioned that it's not exactly countryside, okay. but somewhat like city kind of so it's a little bit country but near the city yeah kind of yeah that's ideal right (laughs) you know so i'm like all right cool you know so then on may 12 2021 he was charged on two counts of femicide now for those that don't know what femicide is it's a term for the hate crime of systematically killing women girls or females in general because of their gender or sex Mm. i didn't know the thing I didn't know there was a word for it. I had no idea, but now apparently it's a thing and femicide. it's a word. Femicide. Makes sense. And the prosecutor later added two counts of homicide after that. Also, which makes sense because it is. After he got prosecuted and well arrested, actually not prosecuted, arrested after all this time going on, he apparently um, confessed that he preyed on vulnerable poor women and girls. So he will lure them in with the promise of jobs or help in migrating to the U.S., etc., etc. Now, of course, in the third world country parts, everybody wants to have a better life. So you can imagine the amount of people that are looking for help. Yeah, this is true. So it's almost everybody. It's almost everybody over there. Everybody wants a better life. Yeah, who doesn't? So, so apparently that's where he got all his victims from, dude. And he has. A very large property. Mm. Large property, dude. And that's where they found all of the graves. Mind you, it is no less than 15 graves. Definitely around 40. Wow. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. They found seven pits containing bodies of which have been buried even two years before 2021. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And they called it a, forgive me if I say this wrong, clandestine 
cemetery, which pretty much means kept secret or doing in secret. Okay. But yeah, so this guy would also keep lipsticks, ID, earrings, or stuff like that belonged to the women in a sock in his room, dude. Just like trophies. Just like trophies of all that stuff. And I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? And mind you, not only that was he charged for sex crimes, apparently he was also part of a sex traffic situation that we're going into investigation. But that's a whole other story. I was trying going down that rabbit hole, but I was like, that's another rabbit hole. That's going to... Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's another rabbit hole right there. That's a whole episode on its own. Yeah, just on its <laughs> own. Because apparently he got arrested amongst other people that were being charged with the same crimes that he had been and also the other crimes. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot. I was like, yeah. Um, that's... that's um, we'll stick to this one We'll story. stick to this story right here. But apparently, you know, it just sucked because a lot of people that were looking for their family members have all the majority have been buried over here with this wow. which pretty much sucks dude yeah, because sad. it's hard because in that part of the world and anywhere that's not u.s it's in third world country area in general a lot of people don't really care for that kind of poverty or low income areas in those yeah. worlds they think that oh they'll show up sometime or they'll go missing and whatever unfortunately it's shown that for minorities and, and quote-unquote poor people it's, mm-hmm. it's we don't make the media no we don't like others and it's and it's sad because there's a lot of families who are also losing a lot of people but anyways it's tough but all his victims were all women except for jacqueline's brother alexis he must have seen something or showed up out of nowhere maybe i don't know maybe he might have been looking for help or something because they mean he did help people out with jobs so I mean it's it's tough. It really is tough. But interesting facts though. El Salvador has one of the Latin America's highest rates of femicide. And Yikes. in Latin America from Argentina to Mexico. There were four thousand women killed in the year two thousand nineteen alone. The Argentina and Mexico. Yikes, dude. dude, it's insane. That really is a th- Women are dying left and right on those parts of the world just because they're women. Yeah. And then this prick here mm-hmm. took joy of it and kept them as souvenirs. Like, it's a freaking prize. Yeah. For him, it was. It's disgusting, yeah. dude. Like, are you kidding me? Again, we're not murderers. So no, we don't know we're not. what goes on in the mind. But it makes you wonder, though. Hold on. So, if you were a cop. Okay. And you turn into a serial. What's the bridge? What's the... What's the uh, breaking point that makes you go from cop serial killer is it the fact that you know how to, where the system works you can get away with it or do you get tired of being that person and you want to get a little joy out of it I'm tired of being a good guy i want to be a bad boy now I want to be a bad boy <laughs> attract women and be like i'm a bad boy honestly i feel like serial killers always had I don't know if I'm going to say mentality, but, you know, as children, a lot of serial killers do, like, weird things like, you know, killing animals or experimenting on animals. Like Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. I mean, a lot of them were like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, it's it's just crazy, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I know. It's just, I don't know. (laughs) You know, and and the sad part about this story, too, is that I've looked... All over the internet for this. I've, I've tried finding articles about this. And every article is the same thing. They're very short. They're, they don't have a lot of information on it. Yeah. And they don't even have 
you know, names of these victims except for Jacqueline and Alexis or her brother. Those two were the only ones identified? Yeah, but only because a woman called and the cops got there. That is the only reason. She called for what? Like something weird is happening? She heard the woman. Well, I'm guessing she heard Jacqueline crying, Uh screaming because, oh, oh. So when she went, um, sorry, (laughs) when she was running to get away from him, she almost made it to the door to get out of his property. Yeah. And all they found was her bloody handprint on the door, kind of just like smeared, oh, trying no. to open it. Yeah. And that's when he pulled her back and just beat her to death. Yeah. And it's just like she was, she fought for her life from what I read. She really did, man. She had, you know, defense wounds that apparently were shown for her to protect herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, she wasn't going down without a fight. Hell no, her. man. That's yeah. what I love about people that you, you put up a fight, man. Yeah, you're going to do what you can to exactly. survive. Yeah. You know, but um, dude, it sucked because, I mean, I tried looking for more details. Um, They did exhume about, I want to say, between 6 to 15 bodies. Yikes. God, they had so um, many. They are. And luckily, uh, El Salvador granted that permission to do it because they yeah. are these bodies in Salvador. Yeah. So they did, but we have no names yet. They have no updates. Yet. Yeah, yet. Which I am going to keep an eye on that because I want to know. I want to yeah. know their names. They deserve to be heard. They yeah. deserve to have the names out there and be put there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I'm going to keep an eye on that. I really want to get back to that story, get an update on it because they resumed a couple of bodies already. And, dude, and so far, there's still more pits. Like, it's just. Yeah. It's going to take a while for them to get through everything. Yeah. Which, you know what? I don't mind how long it takes as long as they do everything properly. Mm-hmm. They account for everybody. And we find who these shit... Maybe we should go to El Salvador and help. Let's quit our jobs and go. Shit, well... Say less. Let's, say get, less. let's get someone to pay for our passports because <laughs> I don't got a passport. I yet. have a passport. Well, then you pay for my passport then we go. We'll ask my wife. <laughs> I got to ask my I, wife. I'll, I'll, I'll give her my savings. <laughs> Mind, I'll take for my savings. Your wife's gonna say no. Your wife's gonna be like, "Are you out of your mind?" She got a job. She got a job. Can you pay for her stuff? No, but uh, honestly, no. But I, I would love to go over there and help. Um, it's crazy that you come up with that because right now my mom and my stepdad and her siblings are right now in El Salvador yeah. celebrating my mom's birthday, which by the way is tomorrow. Happy birthday, Mama Cita. My viejita's birthday. She's almost 60. She Crazy. don't look it. She I looks know. like 30-something. Mi viejita bonita. She's Aww. beautiful, man. I love her. Shout um, out, Mama Cita. Yes, Mama. <laughs> but yeah, she's out there right now having fun. And um, she did want me to go with her on this trip. But um, You should have just to see if you can get some... I should have. But it was supposed to be me and Josh, actually, yeah. going with her. And Brian couldn't go because of his school. So we were going to go. Priorities, yeah. Priorities, man. Yeah. But, but you know what? Yeah. Honestly, though, like, I get priorities, whatever. But for this story, if I would have known this story beforehand, catch me on a good day. I would have been like, screw it. Let's, let's go, go see if we can help with something. Hell yeah, dude. I, I would have loved like, to do that. Honestly, like, that would be something. I would cool. love to. It would be an experience for sure because... I'm you and I are always on the end of 
speaking about these victims and their stories but we've never actually gotten our hands dirty with these stories and and if we could like something like this absolutely not? i'd be down and we get to enjoy some good food while we're at it <laughs> that would be the bonus but the the, the re- end game will be very rewarding to help it would have been rewarding and but yeah so i mean we'll keep everybody updated Eve's definitely gonna keep her yes keep the story in mind and see if there's any ever like updates down the line um i know that we've done a few stories that still have um no ends yeah they're to be (laughs) continued and um you know i i still keep track on the stories that i've done that still have stuff going on and and unfortunately as of yet with the stories that i've done i know there was like two Mm -hmm. um there have been no updates yet but i'm hoping soon enough we'll have some updates yeah so keep in touch guys i know that the story was very short but they were very had to be had to be talked about yeah and you know the articles were very like they have information but not a whole lot and also it's coming from el salvador so it's very hard to kind of get articles from over there they're very private dude it's so hard and then i read the spanish articles but my mom wasn't around for me to kind of like mom what does this help me so (laughs) mom um, help me i'm like mommy so you know it it, but it i do feel so proud to be able to just bring that up let other people know that there's there's i mean unfortunately they're not like super happy stories you know they're 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 sad tragic and just cold but at least there's people here that are willing to talk about it. And we have people that are willing to listen to us. Yeah. So our three fans, shout out. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Tutu, for also listening. <laughs> I hope this this is also enjoyable for you, too. <laughs> and Pamela. We got a couple of listeners out there. We got a couple of listeners out there. It's cool. But you know what? When we blow up, we won't forget the real ones. <laughs> no, never. So, again, we'll keep everybody updated with stories that we've done that still have or may have updates. I don't know if they will ever yeah, have updates. Yeah, it's crazy. If they do, we'll let you know. If they don't, we'll let you know. Yeah. And either way, you'll be hearing from us and you'll be getting stories that you haven't heard from or maybe you have heard from and we'll go from there we'll go from there chismosos it was a pleasure we love you guys until next week bye bye